Dear single mom, welcome to episode 11. I'm your host, Meg Delagrange. I'm a single mom, but I was born Amish and I grew up a little bit differently than everyone else. And I just love to share my journey and love to hear everyone else's journeys because I feel like we can all learn something from each other. And here in this space, I write letters to myself and document my own journey and hope that maybe it'll resonate with you too. It was a chilly, rainy day in late September last year when I let my business partner know that I needed to take the day off and I headed out to drive west to the mountains that are beyond Denver because I've heard for years about the amazing views of the Aspens in the fall and in all my four years of living in Denver I've seen lots of mountains I've gone hiking I've done lots of exploring but I had yet to go see the bright yellow Aspens in the fall and I wanted to see it and I heard that the best place to see it is up at Kenosha Pass so I drove up to Kenosha Pass and I found out that I was a little bit late to the party. Most of the aspen trees had already shed their leaves and there really weren't that many groves of trees that were colorful left yet to see, but there were a few. So I found a place to park and I spent some time by myself and I journaled and I was having a really good old time because there's something that I've learned to appreciate in my singlehood and that is taking myself out on a date and spending time getting to know myself better and filling my soul with beauty and with quiet moments and with really relishing the season of life that I'm in even though let's be honest sometimes all I really wish for is that I'd be able to share these moments with someone else. But as I was spending time by myself, I began to think about my family and I began to think about my father. And we'll just stop being that formal. We'll just say my dad. Never called him father or um, anything formal. But my dad, yeah, my dad. So I began to think about my dad and I remembered that he was working in Colorado west of these mountains in a little town beyond the pass beyond that little town actually so I texted my brother to get the address because I thought I could show up and surprise my dad now this is not something that I've ever done before because My dad has actually worked in Colorado every summer that I've lived here. But what you don't know is that my dad and I have not had a relationship. So I took off to drive out to see my dad. I drove through the mountains and through the little mountain town and up another mountain to where my dad was working. And as I got closer and closer... I began to have nervous jitters. I mean, what was I thinking? What was I doing? Was this a good idea? I mean, he's working. Is he going to be busy? Um, 
will I even find him? Because at this point I was driving into what felt like a wilderness where no one exists because he's that far out into the mountain range. But as I rounded a bend and I began to realize that I had indeed found the place where my dad was working, all of my jitters began to simmer down because the surrounding area was so peaceful and so beautiful. And when I saw my dad and I saw the shock on his face overseeing his daughter and then the huge grin that split his face in half, all of my jitters just settled down and I got out of my car and he gave me a hug and I could tell he was emotional and I felt emotional too and there I was, there we were and it was almost lunchtime. So we got back in my car and we drove back into town to find a place to eat and as we drove along I thought about how strange it felt that I'm 30 years old, I'm an adult, I'm the one in the driver's seat, he's my passenger. As we drove along he told me historical facts about the town and I was smiling on the inside because I thought, wow, this is just like my dad knowing all of these random historical facts about everything. He's obsessed with history. And I found myself feeling like a little girl again, and it felt weird, but it also felt good. So I found myself relaxing because I didn't realize that I'd still been holding my breath wondering if if this was a good idea and if this was going to turn out okay. Taking myself out on a date had turned into taking my dad on a date. Or he was taking me on a date. I'm not sure which. But he suggested a good place to get some good steak. So we parked and we went inside and we ordered our food. And everything was going smoother than I thought. Everything was flowing. I began to really breathe and relax. And then it happened. The past, the history of the past, suddenly stepped into the room like a large Belgian draft horse making a big smell with its stinky farm poop and I didn't dare look at it because I wanted to pretend that it wasn't there. And then my dad said, when we lived in Michigan, that's when I couldn't stand you. You made me so angry. I would want to do things and I would have to walk away from you. But one day I hit you really hard and he stopped talking and I froze. My fork was poised in midair and I couldn't move. I remember that day so well, like it happened yesterday. It's not the worst thing that happened. He hitting me across my face, that's not the worst thing that happened, but I was 15 years old and It stands out in my memory because I blacked out that day from the blow. And something about that incident 
traumatized me but I wasn't even aware because I don't know if I had repressed the memory or what but I I didn't realize that it was a wound until he reached out and he put his finger on it and I didn't know if I should look at him but I did and his eyes were clear he was fully present this time and I noticed that because he's he's not always been present but he was present and he was looking at me and his eyes were shiny because he was emotional and in that moment he didn't have to say I'm sorry I hit you I just knew that he was and neither of us really needed to say anything else we just sat there and we understood each other between a broken father with his daughter who is now a mother we finished eating and we left that little diner and we drove to another mountain pass together where he showed me a mountain lake where he likes to go fishing And that day, we spent three whole hours together. For the first time in my adult life, I spent three hours alone with my dad in the mountains. And he told me stories that I'd never heard before about my family and about his parents, my grandparents. And I understood things about my dad that I had never really understood before. Sometimes it's hard to remember any good memories from my childhood because there really just aren't very many. But there are a few. There were a few moments. And and now I hold on to those. And, I, and they're all combined with these memories that I made with, with my dad that afternoon. And at one point while we were driving along, he said... Um, you know, I've learned something. And I waited to hear what he would say. And he just said very simply that he's learned that love is the only thing that matters and the only thing that can keep a family together and the only thing that can 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 matter more than anything else. Like all of the things that happen and that go wrong it's love that matters and it could sound cliche right it could sound like an insignificant thing from to hear from anyone else but but coming from my dad those words meant everything and later that day as I was driving home suddenly without warning my heart just split wide open and I began crying and my crying turned into my sobs and my sobs turned into weeping and suddenly I couldn't see so I pulled over beside the road and and just wept there were rivers of weeping that were coming out of me and and I was sobbing and it was happy and it was sad at the same time 
there was so much joy and so much pain because what I realized in that moment is that the little girl inside of me is still just looking for a dad who will protect her and that afternoon my dad gave me a piece of my dignity back to me for reasons that I don't need to go into now and don't really have time to go into now I had spent about six years not speaking to my dad not communicating with him at all as in even blocking him and blocking his number or blocking anything to do with him the the only two times that I saw him in those years was at the funerals the two funerals of both of his parents and I went through that period of my life um, for different reasons some of them are good I needed to have some boundaries with my dad and I needed space and I needed to find myself and find healing and find my own way and so I put some distance between myself and him but that distance came to a screeching halt two years ago when he and I came face to face at the third funeral well just before the third funeral for my brother after he was tragically and suddenly killed and suddenly my dad and I were standing there face to face he the broken father who just lost his firstborn son his favorite child I might add and divorced from my mother and was a non-existent relationship with most of his children except for the son he's standing there having lost everything his business his house his family his wife and now his oldest son and I was standing there divorced woman broken looking for something to hold on to still in the shock of having lost her rock her best friend my brother his son and we were standing there and suddenly I saw him as a human being who needed love and not as the monster that had hurt me more than anyone else has ever hurt me suddenly I saw him as being touchable and as being part of me and I could no longer shut off what was a part of me something changed in that moment and ever since then we've begun the journey of awkwardly reconnecting and occasionally talking two months after that moment he showed up at my apartment in Denver 
to help me move. He found out that I was moving and, and he wanted to help. So I, so I said yes and I, and I gave him my address where I lived and it was the first time in years where I would even allow him to know where I was living and, and I was nervous, but he showed up and he saw that I needed, needed help moving. And so he went and rented a U-Haul and he helped me move all my things along with my other siblings and the rest of my family uh, that came to help me and and that day he was selfless and 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 for the first time he was doing something for me without needing anything in return and and a, and a little bit of hope grew in my heart and 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 it just grew slowly and and I stayed careful in my relationship with him I I kept my boundaries but I opened myself up to know him and I began taking down my fences because you see sometimes we put up boundaries and they're actually fences and walls and and sometimes we need to take drastic measures with people right and and I believe in some ways I did have to take drastic measures with my dad but but those walls they could not stay up together if I was going to grow and so that's how I eventually found myself in a little mountain town having a lunch with my dad and exploring the local areas that that he loves and and I found myself caring for him and opening my heart up to him. And now, six months later, we're here again. It's almost Father's Day, and this weekend, we are going to spend Father's Day together out in Nashville, Tennessee. He's going to Nashville. I'm flying into Nashville, and we're going to spend Father's Day together because he's going to help me look at houses because I'm moving to Nashville and and he's going to come out and help his girl and the other night on Friday night I was making dinner and I was feeling a little lonely for the first time in a long time because I have really learned to find contentment and celebrate life and and love my life but I have moments of feeling lonely and Friday night was a more intense moment of feeling lonely and and in this relationship with my dad I've been careful to not be codependent and to establish healthy communication and and reach out to him when I feel filled up and not when I feel empty but but Friday night I was feeling empty and my phone rang and it was my dad and we don't talk very often and there's no way he could have known that I was feeling so empty in that moment and there was no reason for him to call me but he called me and I picked up the phone and I was so happy to talk to him and I, as I was talking to him I said you know dad I'm, I'm moving I'm going through a big life change right now and you know I just thought that by now I would be married again and and I would and I would maybe have or I would be in a relationship and I would have a romantic partner in my life to to do this big life change with but but I don't 
And I found it funny that I was telling him this, knowing how he feels about about remarriage and divorce. He's divorced, but he still holds to conservative Amish beliefs that that divorce is wrong and that, you know, you shouldn't get remarried. And and he still lives in that community, even though he's he's really an outcast. And he didn't tell me that I was wrong for wanting to be remarried. And he just listened to me, and, and he was quiet because he's not a man of many words. And he just said, and I could hear the smile in his voice, and he just said, Meg, girl, you're you're going to be all right. And those simple words were really all I needed to hear. And I got off the phone, and I thought about how the simplicity of these beautiful moments are so beautiful because I don't expect anything from him. I don't need anything from him. So every time I have one moment of one good thing with my dad, I can just appreciate it like it's a gift on my birthday that I've that I've always wanted but but also never expected and 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 it's beautiful and and it's more than enough. And so I don't know what this upcoming weekend is going to hold. Some some parts of me are still a little bit nervous when I spend time with my dad or when I know that I'm going to see him. But no matter what happens in the future, I have willed myself to to try again and to feel again and to pick up the phone again and to to love again and to reconnect with a part of myself and to know more of myself because I'm reconnecting with my dad and sometimes this feels so scary it feels like I'm a piece of roadkill out on the road laying out in the open I don't know what's happening I don't know what's coming I can't see what's coming I'm just laying out here on the road the the thing is I have the choice to grab my sticky entrails and jump off the road and and run back into safety I have the choice to stop feeling I have the choice to stop opening up but I choose to stay here I choose to lay here I choose to stay open I choose to to be here I still have boundaries I still have common sense of course I do I haven't gone through the pain of the past for nothing but I'm willing myself to be so painfully vulnerable because I just believe that there's something bigger than us that's happening. I believe that maybe the trajectory of our family, the hurt, the dysfunction that has continued for generations, that it could change in this moment where I'm willing to be be laid out open and do something that I've never done before and and take part in something with my dad that's really never been done before because in our family there's just generations of holding grudges and generations of shutting people out and generations of cutting people off and generations of running away from problems and running away from things that hurt but now all of that is ending with my dad and I and I can only imagine 
the wild purpose that exists beyond this moment for not only me, but for my daughter, and not only my daughter, but her children. I'm going to end something now so that so much more can be opened up to my future generations because I'm not I'm not going to passively sit here and let another story be written that looks like the past I want legacies to open up and burst because I was willing to be vulnerable and do something that was different and my future generations may not know about this moment it doesn't even matter what matters is that they will experience more and that is where I'm finding purpose in all of this, in all of this pain. I don't need to let this title of being a single mom or this situation of being divorced, I don't need to let any of that box me in. And I certainly do not need to let it define things for my future generations or set a curse on them because I'm here to set captives free, set future generations free. I know that that's what I'm here for. And so with the power of God inside of me, I'm going to move forward into this weekend and I'm not afraid. Well, I am afraid, but I'm going to do it anyway. It's almost like the more afraid I feel and the more nervous I feel and the scarier this gets, the more it fuels me with this unstoppable fire. And I'm becoming more unstoppable. And that's it. We'll see how this story continues. I will definitely continue to document how this story continues and I hope that today you dare to do something that you've never done before and I pray that you dare to reach out to someone who's hurt you before and I and I pray that you dare forgive someone and let yourself go free <laughs>